You're listening to The B-Side, a podcast of Blessed Hope Community Church. Hey, this is Malia, your host as usual, and I'm joined today by Pastor Matt, Pastor David, and Shauna. Got everybody around the table, which is nice. How's everybody doing today? Good. We're good. good. Wonderful. Great. Wow. This is an exciting day. That was enthusiastic. <laughs> it's it's Tim's birthday. It is. And, Aww. And, and our exciting. anniversary. Okay. But Carrie not, and I's not, anniversary. Yeah, not Matt and Tim. Carrie, <laughs> Carrie, Carrie and Matt. <laughs> You know what? I should find out what Tim and I's anniversary you really should. is. When did we? Yeah, exactly. Your friend anniversary. Our friend anniversary. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so and and yeah. David, it's anything special for you today? This is my Tuesday. <laughs> nice. And I woke up, and I'm here, and let's yeah. And you are nice. and you are nailing it. I am nailing That's it. That's funny. Good. I'm just like <laughs> laughing, looking around the table at our microphones, and everyone's is like pointing up towards their face because they're tall and mine's like very much so pointing down because I'm so short. <laughs> well, true. Um, yeah, I mean, I, are yeah. we supposed to argue with her? Yeah, like, yeah. like, no, you're okay I just can, the way you are. So sad like, looking. No, it is. Maybe your chair's just lower. No. No, I'm just Guys, short. I was trying. <laughs> Let's just, like, are we supposed to try just, to make her feel well, no, better about I was that? just looking to see what big books you had that we could put in oh, the chair. Yes. Oh, yes. Phone want, books. Uh, phone systematic book. theology. There you right go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. So, okay. So today we are going to cover, I don't know, some of the things that we haven't gotten to cover during our sermon series. I'm trying to think what week we're on. We just finished week five. Okay. Man, okay. And so because it is, even though it's a 16-week, right, 16-week sermon series, um, trying to condense the Bible, (laughs) the story of Scripture into that. And I know we're we're really just hitting the main um, highlights, but there's a lot of stuff we're skipping, (laughs) a lot of things that we're leaving out. And so we're going to try to um, use this podcast time to kind of maybe – go back through some of those things or elaborate on some of the the highlights. And so um, kind of looking forward to that. Yeah. Well, and, and I think, you know, it would be wrong for people to assume that we're hitting the highlights of this story because we're, we're going to leave a lot of highlights sure, out. Right. Instead, what we're what we're trying to accomplish is is if you understand these signposts, right, yep. then what you're going to be able to do is understand um, the plan of Scripture. Right. And and mm-hmm. and the basic timeline of scripture and what God's accomplishing and when and, and how. And so, but there's so much that gets left out when we do it that way, because this would be a, you know, 50 year sermon series, which, you know, might not be a bad idea, right? <laughs> Except if you miss Genesis, then you'd have to wait 49 years to come back to it. And that would be rough. I guess. I don't know. So... There you go. Too yeah. funny. All right. Well, where would you like to start today, well, Pastor Matt? I I just um, <laughs> I should ask you, Malia. Where do you <laughs> no. want to start? Because I know I where you want to start first. No. So no. Well, I mean, there are some <laughs> things that are really that are really interesting. Even if you go back, like we covered in the first three weeks, right? We covered um, God that He exists, you know, in the beginning, God, and then we covered creation and that just that wonderfully creative, you know, story in, in Genesis one and two, and then the fall in Genesis three. But then we kind of skipped ahead 
um, from there to talk about because of the fall, there is sin in the world. And we looked at Noah and, and the flood. And then we looked at with Abraham, how God makes a plan to deal with sin. So you think about that just from, from week three to week four, we skipped hundreds of years um, and generations in, in that. Mm-hmm. And so I think even going back that far a little bit, because if you read through Genesis four uh, and five, there's a lot that gets covered there. Um, you know, there's some goofy things about, um, you know, godly lines and um, lines that aren't godly. And then there's always these questions people have about, um, you know, uh, people mating with the the children of God and, and, and who is that and the what Nephilim, is that like? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like, like there's a lot of, of, of good, heavy things yeah. in there. What's, what's your hot take on the on, Nephilim? Oh, you know what, David? So, so my, my hot <laughs> take Because I know that, there's kind of two take. camps or at least that kind of main camps. And so I'm right. curious where you land on that. Yeah. So, so my, I'll, I'll tell you where I land on that is that God will tell me <laughs> when I get to heaven, what it is I what, need to know. Why don't you? However, okay. Um, what I would say about that, uh, and, and here let me let me tell why you. Why don't that, you say? Why don't you um, maybe go over a little bit the reference in the Bible, and then the the two ideas or the main ideas out there. Well, now I got to find it. David, where are we at in Genesis 5? I forgot my Bible at home today, I, I, too. I, I don't have my Whoa. Bible in front of me. You forgot your I Bible did. at home? I did. I have mine here. It's in the office, though. So. Okay, well, that's better than leaving it at home. <laughs> uh, well. So one of the ideas <laughs> oh is that people think that... She's like, you've taken um, too long. Let me do it myself. <laughs> is that people think that they are possibly like fallen, fallen angels, angels that right. people that the people have mated with or had offspring yeah. with? And then the other idea is that they're just unrighteous people. Yeah, so so here, my, my take on that has always been that there are people who were, were trying to follow God. Yep. And there were people that wantonly had rejected God. Right. And that, you know, the, the godly line intermarried with the, the, ungodly the line, line of people that yep. were ungodly. Now, you could, in a natural reading of this, if you were in isolation and you were just reading through this, you could naturally read it and assume, huh, that might mean fallen angels. Right. Um, or you could read it and, and assume, you know what, that means ungodly people who don't care to follow God and don't even pretend mm-hmm. and want nothing to do with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could walk away feeling justified in either of those opinions. Mm-hmm. The reason I've always assumed that that was um, human beings that we're right. talking about yeah. is because you've got, um, like, there's nowhere else that you read in Scripture. Nowhere else that you read in Scripture about angels being, and that's what these demons are, right? They're mm-hmm. angels that have fallen. Mm-hmm. And there's nowhere else that you read about them being sexual beings. Right. Um, and so is it possible that they were? Sure. Um, that's mm-hmm. that's possible. Is it possible that, that, that that's part of the story? Absolutely. But to me, that's taking a step. Yeah. And I'd always yeah. felt really confident in that, yeah. in, in that understanding of scripture yeah. until David made me listen to something. Oh. Um, a John MacArthur uh, sermon. 
um, where he has a different uh-huh. um, perspective on That's that. That's interesting. And, and, and I respect David and sure. I respect John MacArthur. And so the two of the, you know, having a yeah. different take on that. I don't know that it's changed my mind necessarily, right. but but it, it, it puts me in a position where I'd say, you know what? I don't know. Right. Um, we don't. I don't right. know. That, I feel like there's mm-hmm. a little more song and dance you have to do to to land on the fallen angels I, one. I, I do think yeah. so. Personally. Uh, but David disagrees. <laughs> David's emphatically Ooh. shaking his head. What do you got? Head. Gosh, we should have <laughs> So here's what, here, okay. So again, uh, I'm not going to say that I'm 100% like this is my view. Okay. Uh, the John MacArthur thing that I listened to was extremely interesting and I, I really respect his teaching. So it really kind of stopped me Agreed. in my tracks yeah. saying like, Hey, this is a guy that, you know, I've right, never yeah, had yeah. anything. Where and I've, I've heard said, both yeah. sides no. from, from very yeah. respected um, teachers too. Right. So. John MacArthur, his big thing that really made me stop was we should always look for scripture to interpret scripture, you know, kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. use scripture to kind of find stuff. And one of the things he pointed out that was extremely interesting. And, um, so I'll give you the examples that he pointed out. So, you know, in Genesis, it refers to them as the sons of God, daughters of men. So he pointed out in Job chapter one, it says, now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan also came among them. So he was showing from scripture that angels are referred to in the Old Testament as sons of God. I mean, he said again in Job, it says, when the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy. So he was pointing out from scripture that this terminology in Genesis is actually seen in other places of the Bible. And -hmm. it's always in reference to actual angelic beings Mm -hmm. so again i'm not sharing that like so when i shared it with matt i wasn't like hey matt you're completely wrong and i said hey have you ever watched here's why your friends are here you know know, so john macarthur did an excellent job of of presenting this as the first example in scripture of demonic um the demonic work of trying to pull humanity away from the promises of god Kind of this idea of, and again, I'm not going to try to go back into what he said. It's on YouTube. Watch it if you want. It's a great sermon. Um, but that's where I just shared it with Matt. Like, mm-hmm. hey, he's pointing out from Scripture how these these hmm. this language that's being used yeah. in Genesis is actually used in other places in the Bible, and it's always in reference until you get to the New Testament, where then it talks about children being children of God through Jesus. But in the Old Testament, this is the language that was used in reference to the angelic beings. So it was just really interesting to hear how he presented it. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, actually that's, that's a great sermon worth a listen mm-hmm. to for anybody that wants to, you know, it, it's yeah. another go one down of those, a 50 minute rabbit trail on it's, YouTube. It's another one of those things where it doesn't matter where you land on. Yeah. It's okay. Great. What does it change? Exactly. Which is, which is a great, great reason why it's not one of the signposts, right? Like there's a lot of things that are, that are, that are, you know, great stories of faith and we, Weird stories in scripture. There's like, a lot of weird stuff that uh, happens there's a lot of weird in Genesis. Stuff, but, yeah. but it doesn't. But but as far as a signpost, it doesn't help. And that's one of them. But it it definitely is. Um, it's it's you know difficult to to land definitively on. Well, here's what that means for sure. And um, you know, mm-hmm. all I got playing in my head right now is the '80s song "Send Me an Angel." Like that's all that's like in my head right now. <laughs> there's an '80s song. Like it's yeah. like yeah. Send yeah. me an angel. Uh, yeah. Sing it for Just us. Sing it. No. Please. No, no. So- so that's on YouTube also. People. <laughs> <laughs> you can, uh, 
Is in there? Is in there like some like humming kind? Yeah, of yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. I don't know this song. I, I can't like, believe oh. you don't know a reference. Oh. That's I feel like, awesome. Do you know who? I just made a know, reference, and we know it. Matt doesn't. That is it's awesome. We were at the I, vintage skating Jackson? rink in no, our childhood, no, and Matt a, wasn't. That's um, why. You know what? I, I feel like it's like a one hit wonder. I wasn't cool enough to get invited to go skating. And when I went, I went by myself, and you know that's that's even worse. I know. Listen, here's I went with my older brother. Is that worse? Um, yeah. No. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I would have been really happy if my older brother was there when I was all by myself. Well, my older brother would like even like go couple skate with me just so I could go on skate. Yeah, that is worse. Yeah, but he'd hold my hand. He was a good big brother. Which brother is this? My oldest brother, Lance, who passed away a few years ago. Yeah. You know what? Oh, I remember. Yeah, I remember his service. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go, Lance. Yeah. He was a good guy. Shout out to Lance. Are you listening to it? What's funny is there's more than one. And I was like, which one is it? That it's is interesting. Right wow. I just find it interesting. I think people listening right now, there are some people right now that are going, yes, send me an angel. And other <laughs> yes. people are like, what in the hey, world? Hey, do me a favor. Like, if, you happen, if you happen to not have shut this podcast off, <laughs> off yet, and you rocked on. out to send me an angel back in the 80s, would mm-hmm. you please make a comment there so David knows who his people are? Yeah. No, we. No, we. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, David, right. Malia, and Shauna know who their people are. Um, because if nobody comments about that song, then I'm going to feel justified. <laughs> All right. Moving oh, on. Moving That's on. Funny. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, then, then you get to the tower. Babel is another, you know, is another story that, that I think it, it actually has to do with the same hope of redemption that we talked about in week four, right? Like, like God brings a flood with, with Noah, um, and, deals with evil that way but he says mm-hmm. we'll start over again the world is evil again and they're demonstrating how evil they are at the at the tower and how much they're rejecting god but he doesn't destroy them um it's almost like part one of his plan with abraham and building a nation unto himself is he scatters them then he calls abram and and you know so it's, it's kind of part one of that plan of redemption that he just you know, he's like, you know what? I'm going to scatter the people. And, and somewhere in there, he says, you know what? I'm not going to contend with them forever. So he limits our age. You know, part of how we wonder is is like, how did we get so many people in such short time? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, people lived a long time. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, you know, and and he says, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna limit I'm gonna limit their age and I'm gonna limit their longevity and yeah. and. Um, hey, yeah. David, you were just at the Creation Museum this mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's been a few years since we've been, or longer than a few years. Isn't there something at the Creation Museum or at the Ark about the Tower of Babel and about how, like, when people became different races and things like that? Isn't that like... I, I feel very much put on the spot because I don't know. <laughs> okay. Because he doesn't read <laughs> the plaques. I was, yeah, oh, no, man. it was like... I the, can't remember either. It's been so long. To be honest, it pro- there probably is, but when you go with little kids, by, that's probably yeah. towards more the end. Right. And we were <laughs> kind of really rushing yeah. towards gotcha. the end. But right. I'm mm-hmm. sure there was because right. they covered yeah. a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I wish so. I could remember. Yeah, you know, that was a middle school question. Yeah, was like, but I feel we like it has to do with that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. with that, well, right? Well, so you, Different languages. You get to this point yeah. where, mm-hmm. in, and you're you're in Genesis 11, um, where it's not just God confusing their language, mm-hmm. right? But He scatters, scatters them over the earth. In fact, you know, I mean, so so I've had people ask me too, and I'm like, I'm not a geologist, and I don't pretend to be. Um, but you know, there's there's you know what you're taught in school, like that there used to be a supercontinent. 
mm-hmm. you know, right. and and then over over eons it broke away and and formed these. Mm-hmm. You know, was is that true? I don't know. I mean, how did God exactly separate? But I've had people mm-hmm. wonder. You know, when God scattered things, is that when is He that separated when? the continents? Is that yeah. how He scattered the sure, people? Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Like I I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Come on, is Matt. it possible? Right. Sure. <laughs> right. Like, but there's so much that we have to take, and this is not blind faith, right? Mm-hmm. Because right, it's faith right. rooted in science. Yep. Mm-hmm. But there's so much that we have to look at and and, and say, I don't know. Yeah. Right. Um, and for some people, that's mm-hmm. a deal breaker when it comes to sure. faith and yeah. worldview. Yeah. But but I don't think it has to be. I think mm-hmm. we can say, you know yeah. what? Here's what we know. Yeah. We know that people were scattered all over the earth. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that the Bible um, that's never been shown to be wrong tells us that mm-hmm. God scattered them all mm-hmm. over the earth. How did he do it? Well, that's up to him, yeah. right? I it's mean, one of those secret things, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and those belong to God. And I think someday we'll <laughs> yeah. get to know mm-hmm. the answers right. to those. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we don't definitively know now is part of what faith is. It's mm-hmm. saying, okay, God, I trust you, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. though I don't know exactly how everything planned out. Because mm-hmm. even if I knew how everything planned out, I'd have more questions. Right. Sure. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> but I don't, I feel like we don't talk about Tower of Babel very often, but David, no. I feel like you've actually preached about it um, a couple of different times in that church hurt series that we did. Yeah. Um, you did like it was, it was part of your, I know life. we've you had did? conversations in elder meetings of oh, um, my view of it. So maybe it wasn't in uh, so, <laughs> so you know what? I apologize. I'm wrong a lot. So so I I mean I can I'll, I'll give you my take on the Tower of Babel is one of those great stories where I think we jump over it very quick and I just want everybody out there to just see what I think is very funny. I'm starting to talk and all three of them jumped on their phones um, uh, while I started talking. Uh, so uh, to be fair, they were no I, I'm laughing because um, I was doing it too. I'm so it's like it just my makes daughter. me laugh. It buzzed <laughs> at me and and then when I saw a, a notification that David posted, I was like, oh, I bet he's posting. Send me an angel no. onto our. That would have then. been kind as of as, clever. As soon as I start talking, I'm just all saying, here all we go. Like, <laughs> okay, well, you want to know what? It's I, like, it, please, David, tell us what you think. Like, we're not listening. Anyways, <laughs> it's all good. Wow, I have to share that because it was Does just it, funny. It was a it funny image. Feelings? It really didn't because I do it a lot. So okay, oh, that's um, funny. No, you guys can go back. I mean, no, 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 you, no. I, you, I, you, I, I legit thought you were being funny and you were posting "Send me an angel" no, on our. I'm sorry, I didn't. Private I just wanted to respond to Justin. And now I'm Everett. a little that's disappointed. That I was just writing back my daughter. We're not sure that's okay. Which daughter? Right. Kinsley. I just okay. want to throw. Okay, it, I just want to throw it out there. None of you had to justify yourselves by any means. Yeah. I just well, wanted kind to. Kind of did yeah. after you called us all out. I, I just kind of want to be a smart mouth and throw it out there. Uh, anyway. Anyways, Tower of Babel. What I like about Tower of Babel is I, I yeah could God have split it and, and all that? I don't necessarily. I think the Bible actually answers that because when it says that, you know, he scattered them all over the earth and it says, and they stopped building the city. That's why it's called Babel because the Lord confused their language there. What I see happening was um, in this amazing moment, God confused their speech. And then what Mm -hmm. ended up happening is, is nobody could communicate with each other. And then what we have shared in elder meetings that just kind of hit me a few months ago was when you look at like even our political world and we look at our world today, um, it was the same kind of thing. Because imagine if you ever played the game in youth group or maybe you have a certain thing about you, like you get a card. I don't remember how you play, but you get a card and you have to find the person that's card matches yours or whatever about them. match. So you're trying to find the person that's similar to you. And that's what I think happened. I think there was this, I don't know, none of you were talking. So I have to like go find the people that understand right. me and I understand them. And, and so we were talking about an elder meeting. Once I shared how uh, I see the tower of Babel as a great representation of, we do that all the time by naturally drifting towards those that have the same views as us. 
has the same attitudes towards us. They look like us. It's like it's comfortable to find the people. And then because it's difficult to try to communicate to those that communicate different to us, mm-hmm. it's very easy to drift away because we yeah. isolate ourselves. And I kind of picture that happening is like I had to go find at Babel. These people had to go find the people that talked the same as them. And then they were just like, well, let's just leave. Right. We're going to quit building the tower. Let's let's leave. We're going to go someplace else. And so it just really hit me one day as like we do that on a daily basis. I find the Mm -hmm. people that speak my language. I find the people that talk the same, that have the same views, that have the same. And and instead of working through that, it's just a, it's a division point. And we're still doing it today. So I know we've had that Hmm. conversation of how. Uh, So so maybe it was an elder meeting, not a sermon, but you know, it's the echo chamber, right? Like exactly. uh, Exactly. The the social media problem is everybody that, that talks to you on Facebook thinks like you. Yes. Um, and so therefore you are always right, (laughs) you know, and, and never have to deal with the (laughs) fact that other people think different. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the things that just hit me with studying that. That was a couple months ago. Yeah. Just never thought of it that yeah. way. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. So, so but, but then we, you know, we continue this story, and, and God calls Abram and, and, and sets him apart. And, and that's where this, this story of Israel really begins. And, and there's so much nuance in that story and so many different things, even in the life of Abram, that, you know, you, it just, it's important. And, um, you know... I mean, there's a couple of really important life lessons, right? One is, um, you know, trust God, follow him. Um, two is don't, no matter how much your wife tells you it's a good idea, sleep with your maidservant, right? Uh, Sarah. Right? That was a terrible... Killing me. Right? Like, like you know, that's a... But, but what a perfect example of something we do, right? It's we take matters, you know, we're like, okay, God, we know what your promises are, but we're going to help you out and take matters into our own hands. Mm-hmm. And of course it blows up and, right. and we are still in our world today dealing with the ramifications of sure. that. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And what's, what's always comforting to me is like in Hebrews in the hall of faith, like Abraham is mentioned because like Abraham was like it for the Jews, right? Like he was mm-hmm. so amazing. I think even Sarah's mentioned in it, mm-hmm. isn't she? Yeah. And the whole, that's what I thought. And, I, and it just makes me laugh because I'm like, if these people who were so super, like, yes, they were faithful, but they were also pretty jacked up. Well, like, sure they were. I, I'm like, man, there is hope for us. Well, and that's the <laughs> right. thing for us to remember, right? We talked about this with, with Signpost too. Sin breaks it. And part of what it broke is us. We are wrong. Mm-hmm. So even when we do good, the wrong will shine through, right? And so even in Abram and even in Sarah's or Abraham and Sarah's, um, you know, faithfulness to God, Mm -hmm. there still are these parts of them that are unfinished and need to be smoothed out. And, you know, that's the work that God did in them and is doing in us. And, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, you know, yeah, it's just, it's, it's goofy. But then you look at, you look at how faithful, Abraham is, you know, you go on and he has his children and we're just going to ignore the phone <laughs> pretend like it's not ringing right now. If that's you calling, we're sorry. <laughs> we were ignoring it until Malia said we're not say, ignoring we all, it anymore. We all could just like, pretend it's we not were. happening. You'd have people listening to the podcast going, Hey, my phone's ringing. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but, but when God calls him to sacrifice Isaac, you know, um, Abraham's like, all right, let's do this, you know, and, and Hebrews tells us he reasoned that God would bring him back from the dead or God would somehow make it okay. But, mm-hmm. but he just said, okay, let's go. 
You know, God says, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to institute circumcision. <laughs> Grown man, we are going yes. to institute circumcision. What does he do? He wakes up early the next day. He's like, all right, everybody right. gather together. We're going to do this thing yeah. today. Do you think they were all like, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I think they were. But we're so, doing what? So oh, I mean, yeah. but this is the, it's the great tension that we all like. We just picture the, the when he, he got up and he's like, "I need to volunteer." Do you have that one guy? That's always like, "Yeah, me." And he's like, "Okay." So has anybody else? Oh has anybody gosh. else here seen um, the Mel Brooks oh. movie um, Robin Hood? Oh yeah. No. Okay, you know how when Mel Brooks is is Friar Tuck and he's mm-hmm. explaining to them what circumcision mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. and he gets out the little guillotine. And okay, um, <laughs> hey, moving on. I feel like you've used you've said that joke. You don't you have a circumcision? joke? I have joke? a circumcision joke. It's my favorite joke. The, you know, well, I feel like you have the, to tell it now. Yeah. The, the two the two twelve year olds are in the hospital room talking, <laughs> and one's like, "Hey, what are you in here for?" Oh, I broke my leg, and he says, "Well, what are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I'm here to get circumcised." And it's like, "Oh man, I had that done when I was a day old. I couldn't walk for a year." <laughs> That's a good one. That's, that's a good one. Um, it's actually because so I, I mean, circumcision's I, funny. I say that's right? my favorite right? circumcision joke. To be fair, <laughs> that's the only one I've got. <laughs> I feel like you've said that like. Even during a sermon. I, yeah, yeah, he has. Yeah, I have. Yeah. How could you not? Mm-hmm. Sean is like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was awkward for <laughs> Except for Matt. Oh. Just like now. Who has no, she asked this time. Uh, anyway. Oh, gosh. But, but, so he's, he's, he's like all of us, right? Like, like he desires to be faithful and he has these moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he has moments where fear or disbelief or whatever creeps in and and you know i mean there's times where he basically gives up his his bride who he loves because he's afraid he's like oh no she's my sister yeah you can have her um yeah that's a good move on kings and rulers of he does that twice right (laughs) and and because he's afraid and so it kind of is encouragement for us that that you know what when we struggle with with our unbelief you know god's not done with us and, and it doesn't have to be defining Right, mm-hmm. but that we can keep moving forward and keep going, and mm-hmm. but you know, so I don't know what else, guys. What else yep. in Genesis? Um, I don't know. Sticks out to you. I wish I would have brought my Bible today. I'm a yeah, little disappointed you know, in myself. That is pretty bushly. Um, <laughs> it, it, we don't have to spend a lot of time. I just thought it was a good conversation we had uh, as the elders, because just so everybody, you know, the elders when we get together, we're actually reading through Genesis and mm-hmm. and we study, um, and then we come and we discuss it and. Um, one of the things that was really interesting is talking in the same vein as, you know, Abraham and all that and, and his mistakes was we got to talking about Jacob. That's where we're at. And one of the things that got said that was really just, you just kind of stop and think about it. There's really nothing recorded all that great about Jacob at all. No, I mean, he, he's he kind was, of he a was, bad dude. Yeah. I mean, he's a schemer his whole life. And, and even after, you know, his name changed and all that, we don't really have anything bad he was doing, but there was mm-hmm. nothing really ever he was always trying to manipulate situations. He was a manip- he was very much a manipulating person, mm-hmm. and it was just a really interesting conversation that he's you know the chosen of the promise, and and there was really nothing yeah. redeeming about right. him through through the entirety right. of his life recorded mm-hmm. in scripture. And you know, I kind of go, yeah. I'll echo that back to even kind of what we were talking about in uh, what I was preaching on Sunday was, I, I think when we one of the reasons we appreciate when we read stuff in scripture is whether we realize it or not, 
we discover in the stories that they're being very real about who these people were mm-hmm. and they're being very open about their like mistakes and their, and, but we've created a culture in a lot of Christianity today that we put our best side forward all the time. Right. And we think like, it's so wrong to throw out our struggles, mistakes, our sins, and, and just be honest about those mm-hmm. conversations. And I think if we really looked at scripture, we discover that scripture mm-hmm. actually presents more of the negative yeah. of what people have done. Mm-hmm or the negative right. of aspects of life than they do these great heroes of the faith. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, yeah. I think that's encouraging for us today as we consider moving, continuing moving mm-hmm. forward to creating a culture of, hey, it's okay for me to be completely clear and, right. and transparent on this is my struggle, this mm-hmm. is my doubt, this is my, you know, mm-hmm. my frustration, my anger, and, and not make it out like there's something inherently broken but nobody right. else deals with either. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually, you know, just got a message from somebody yesterday after the sermon and they gave me this big long of like, let me just tell you my story mm-hmm. in the last couple of months. And it was just like, that was cool. You right. know, and my encouragement to him was those are stories you need to share more than the victory stories because right. yeah, exactly. those are the stories where people hear yeah. it and go like, I can relate to that. Right. Right. Yeah. And I haven't messed up so much or done so wrong that I can't be redeemed and still yeah. live on mission. Yeah. So yep. mm-hmm. that was just an interesting conversation with Jacob that we, you know, as mm-hmm. the elders had right. recently. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and that, yeah, that God chose him as the child right. of the promise and said, mm-hmm. Hey, this is my decision before they were born. Right. You get the story of, of the twins being born, Jacob and Esau. Um, mm-hmm. And before, before they were even born, God says, I choose the younger. Um, why? Who knows, right? Because he's God and he gets to. It's another secret thing, but he makes that declarative statement and he honors that. And so, um, yeah, we see. And and, and uh, then from Jacob on, boy, it really gets goofy. You talk about that scripture just tells us the truth, right? From Jacob on, we get stories about his children and his children's children and all of the goofiness that, that happens. And you're like, man, why is this in the Bible? Well, because, right? Judah. Judah, Judah, you know, his, his son is married to a woman named Tamar and dies before having, dies before having a child. And so the custom was that the next, that Judah's next son marries Tamar to provide Mm -hmm. an heir for, for the son that died. And And he dies, she puts Judah in a predicament. Right. He dies before (laughs) having a son and there's one son left and, and by custom, that son is promised Mm-hmm. To to Tamar and and Judah's like man I already lost two kids <laughs> I don't yeah. I don't know what he thought she was doing to them but he's like I'm not doing this black a third widow time. and so <laughs> he basically refuses to be faithful and withholds that child and then we get the story about how Judah then um, decides it's know, a good idea to go sleep with a prostitute sleeps with a temple prostitute and Tamar, Tamar mm. was pretending to be the temple like you know and, and Judah's all righteously indignant and gonna have her killed um, because she cheated on the son he wouldn't give her um, and then come to find out he, he realizes <laughs> oh was it was righteous. me yeah she was more righteous than I was and you're like what, what in the world is <laughs> happening that that is in the Bible yeah yeah and spoiler alert there's even crazier stuff there the is but but <laughs> you, you read these stories in David so I think it's such a good point that like they're not hiding anything like right. life mm-hmm. is messy and we are yep. sinful and broken and this is the mm-hmm. story of how god loves and chases us and rescues us 
in spite of our foolishness. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to look much mm-hmm. further than, than the founders of the nation that God chooses to usher in salvation than to see how goofy mm-hmm. it really is. It's nuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I was just talking with some people that have discovered the book of Judges <laughs> and some of the stories there. And I'm like, dude, you haven't even gotten to the really bad stuff yet. Yeah. Like, it is yeah. grimy in there. I actually, and, I, and I told them, I was like, I've been trying to hound Matt and David. We need a Judges series because people don't realize yeah. um, the the depravity and the craziness. And we figured that'd be good around Christmas time. <laughs> Real touchy-feely. I have, yeah. So I have so. Judges. I have Judges as one of my signposts. So, so conquering... And mm-hmm. judges all together, mm-hmm. and, and so in a couple of weeks, um, I will get to talk about that. And I'm trying to decide. I've been working on that. I mean, there's so many bit. stories. I'm trying to decide, like, how yeah. much of that do yeah. we include? Uh, yeah, it's like I mean, my favorite book of the Bible, which is which, very course, twisted. Which, which says some. It things says about a lot you. about me. Like, yeah, I'm. I mean, you could pick the Gospels, or I know I love Judges. I don't know why. Well, it is what it is. Yeah. So. <laughs> But, oh, yeah. so there's that. So there's yeah. Moving I mean, on. Just, <laughs> let's all just I'm sure what to smile say. and nod. Um, no, but but I mean, there are even though we haven't talked about all of these stories in the book, it's well worth reading. You know what happens mm-hmm. to Joseph? His brothers sending him into slavery because they're mm-hmm. jealous that God has chosen him, and he he's he's flawed too, right? I mean, he flaunts mm-hmm. the fact that God has blessed him yeah, in right. front of it's his like, brothers. Maybe you shouldn't have shared that with taunting them, taunting them to a degree. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he ends up, but, but God just continues to be faithful to his promise. Even though Joseph doesn't deserve it, he's faithful to Joseph. He rescues Joseph. Um, even, you know, and, and he works on Joseph's heart to the point where Joseph can forgive his brothers. And so his brothers who had him tried to have him murdered, right? Try, tried mm-hmm. to have, you know, him wiped out because they were jealous. Mm-hmm. You know, God rescues them and their families and brings them all together again. Mm-hmm you know, causes Joseph to forgive. And like the whole thing is just, it's absurd. You know, the story of Genesis. But beautiful it at is, the same but, time. But yeah. the story mm-hmm. of Genesis might just simply be how God continued to work to save us in spite of ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Like like in mm-hmm. our brokenness, we yeah. kept trying to screw it up. Mm-hmm. And in his faithfulness, he kept true to his promise that he made. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's cool. And that's, I mean, it's true in my life too. Like mm-hmm. I, I sure. continually take God's promises and then try to, be dumb mm-hmm. and he continues to be faithful you even though, or as you would say do stupid i do stupid listen <laughs> i do stupid a lot not on purpose and i mean sometimes on purpose like look guys i'm broken <laughs> and messy and um but but yeah, yeah. I, I love i love the story uh, just of genesis across the generations how people keep jacking messy. it up and yeah. god keeps true to his word mm-hmm. creating a way uh, and we'll see it happen in Exodus. Mark's going to bring that to us next week about the sacrificial system and the covenant. And I mean, he just is is more faithful they than we have him. a right to expect mm-hmm, or deserve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. So, what's coming up then? So, Mark is talking covenant. Mark is talking covenant. Yep, that'll be that'll be good. I know he's been working hard on that, and I'm sure he'll have some good things to mm-hmm. to share with us on that signpost. And then we get in from there to. Um, the the wandering and the conquering, mm-hmm. um, and then from there we we move into, um, you know the the judges and mm-hmm. the establishment of the kingdom, mm-hmm. and then we start to walk through some of that in terms of what does God give us 
once he's established his kingdom, what does he give? Well, he gives us wisdom, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he and he brings prophets to share his truth and to help mm-hmm. us stay on on track and, and offer redemption and also consequence and discipline. Uh, and then as we get through those, we get to the gospels where he says, okay, look, now it's coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so it's, it, it's fun to, to kind of walk through it this way. Yeah. It's yeah. been a good series. It's been a really good series. Well, any final thoughts you guys today? No, no, mm-hmm. nothing other than I want, what's the name of that song so I can listen to it when we're done? <laughs> send me an angel. Send me You're going to hear angel. it and you're going to be like, like oh, so I know that send song. Send me an angel right now. Yeah. Oh, right. Doesn't it That's do that after? I said that was a little more. That was new kids on the block. I'm not on the praise team. Okay. As badly as for I wish I could reason. sing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the praise team has been looking for backup dancers. So <laughs> when it's on time, it. you're the one on it. All right. With scarves. <laughs> I don't even have words for that. Like, yeah. But I feel like I would nail it. Anyways, <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening. Send me an angel.